Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. What a great way to open the show. And yes, that's a great song there. Oh, Jesus, by Dumim Coxted, one of our local artists here in South Africa. It's so amazing. This is a great song. Hey, It's so soothing. I know it's cold. It's chilly. So such songs actually get to just, you know, bring in the mood, you know, be able to contemplate and just think about Christ and no one or nothing else. Welcome to the Morning Delight right here on Radio Pulpit 657 AM. My name is Rafili Lamal and I'm with you every Sunday morning between 3 and 5 AM. We're ready to fellowship together, family. I believe you are you ready as well because I am definitely ready. And yes, we'll be concluding on a couple of things today. And of course, you can also catch us on DSTV channel audio 882. Another alternative is for you to stream us online on www.radiopulpit.co.za. And yes, without wasting any more of your time, let us get into the chicks of the day. But before that, let's listen to Todd Delaney with Psalm 18. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. Talking about accurate music there. Right there where Todd Delaney just decided, you know what, at Church Savers, I'm just going to sing through some scriptures. And that's what we call accuracy. That's what we call music that is literally found in the Bible. Because he literally just sang scripture there. Literally, just like that. I'm not saying music, certain music isn't accurate. I'm just saying that he literally just took the Bible and um and read it out and just sang it. Actually, she just he just sang out the scriptures. He sang out the Bible. That's what he did there, which is something that we find as a, a rare, a rare thing. But yeah, it he did good there. He did good, and I believe that all those of you who were also uh, listening, uh probably went to the psalm 18 and just sang along with him and just you know understood what he was just trying to portray and also understanding that you know what um the apostle um apostle paul was one of those people that you know we're going to be speaking about especially his journey and how he spoke uh scripture in all the debates in all uh all the time where he was pleading his case, where he was telling his testimonies, scripture was found there. And with him, he was speaking from scripture from the Old Testament. And, you know, a lot of people do not like um, using the new, the Old Testament now, saying that it's not relevant. But it's quite relevant because we hear a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, speakers in the New Testament literally paraphrasing uh, scriptures from the Old Testament, showing us how relevant the Old Testament is. Because without the Old Testament, we we'll never have the New Testament. So we cannot, you know, um, shy away or remove other things and say, you know what, this is not relevant. It's the same way as saying that, you know what, we don't want to speak about, like, you know, like that advice from old people is not relevant whereas it is because the Bible tells us that you know the old have to come in and sit down with the young and show the young the right way because sometimes we can literally undermine undermine you know those who are older than us I personally love being with older people and I think I personally believe that I get along very well with older people than I do with my peers you know, and outside that, there is just so much wisdom that you get from um, people who are just, yeah, just like a, a bit, a tad 
older than you. You know, it could be like with 10 years, 15, 20, doesn't really matter, you know. But it's just, I believe it's it's great to actually have people who are, who are older than you, who are, who are who are there to actually get to, you know, hold your hand or just, you know, encourage you and help you, you know, to to do better. I believe yeah, I believe you know, it gets it gets easier and it helps you as well in your life. You get wiser as well. Even in how you approach life, you get to see life from a different perspective. So we'll be focusing on the last two books uh found in the book of Acts. Acts yes, Acts twenty Acts 27 uh, and Acts 28. So we will be concluding on the two books of Acts. And then next week we will be starting on with great topics. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to engage on. And I'm so excited to actually, you know, come in and, you know, uh, and engage with you, family, and fellowship with you, especially with these topics. Because these are things that, you know, what, that sometimes we... We we just we are afraid of talking about them and um, and they'll actually be taking me out of my comfort zone as well because these are there are certain things that I actually shy away from talking about. Sometimes I just believe that you know uh, it's better to get some advices from certain people, but then we're going to be talking to people, engaging with a lot of people about this, so it will be easier for us to just engage and continue speaking about it uh, further. So yeah, let's listen to Nazim saying by it. And when we come back, I'll be reading using the NLT um, translation. No, the Living Bible translation. And then just explaining everything using the NLT translation and the Amplified when we unpack the scriptures. Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Sounds of life. 19 minutes into the morning, delight, welcome. There was a great song there by Nayi. Uh, Zimu, I hope you enjoyed it called by Yetere. Going straight into the word without wasting any more of your time. And of course, I mentioned earlier on that my name is Rafael and I'm with you every Sunday morning between 3 to 5 a.m. Going straight into the word from verse 1, chapter 26 of the book of Acts. It reads as follows. When the time came, we set sail for Italy. Paul and several other prisoners were placed in the custody of an army officer named Julius, a captain of an imperial regiment, and Aristarchus, a, Ma- a Macedonian from uh, Telesonica, who was also with us. We left on a boat whose home port was Adramatium. It was scheduled to make several stops at ports along the coast of the province of Asia. The next day when we docked at Sidion, Julius was very kind to Paul and let him go ashore to visit with his friends so they could provide for his needs. Putting out to sea from there, we encountered headwinds that made it difficult to keep the ship on course, so we sailed north of Cyprus between the island and the mainland. We passed along the coasts, the provinces of Cilicia and Pamphylia, landing at Myria in the province of Lucia. There, the officer found an Egyptian ship from Alexandria that was bound for Italy, and he put us on board. We had several days of rough sailing, and after great difficulty, we finally neared us needers, but the wind was against us, so we sailed down to the leeward side of Crete, past the Cape of Salmoni. We struggled along the coast with great difficulty and finally arrived at Fair Havens near the city of Lassia. 
we had lost a lot of time. The weather was becoming dangerous for long voyages, uh, but by then, because it was so late in the fall, and Paul spoke to the ship, ship's officers about it. Says, he said, I believe there is trouble ahead if we go on shipwreck, loss of cargo, injuries, and danger to our lives. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner of than the owner than to Paul. And since Fairhaven was an exposed harbor, a poor place to spend the winter, most of the crew wanted to go to Phoenix, further up the coast of Crete, and spend the winter there. Phoenix was a good harbor with only southwest and northwest exposure. When a light wind began blowing from the south, the sailors thought they could make it, so they pulled up anchors and sailed along close to shores. But the weather changed abruptly, and a wind of typhoon strength, a northeaster they called it, caught the ship and blew it out to sea. They couldn't turn the ship into the wind, so they gave up and let it run before the gale. We sailed behind a small island named Kuada, Kauda rather. Where with great difficulty we hustled aboard the lifeboat that was being towed behind us. Then we bended the ship with ropes to strengthen the hull. The sailors were afraid of being driven across to the sandbars of Satyrus, off the African coast, so they lowered the sea anchor and were thus driven before the wind. So the next day, as gale force winds continued to better the ship, the crew began throwing the cargo overboard. The following day, they even threw out the ship's equipment and anything else they could lay their hands on. The terrible storm raged unabated for many days, bottling out the sun and the stars until at last all hope was gone. No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Man, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left far heavens. You would have avoided all this injury and loss. But take courage. None of you will lose your lives even though the ship will go down. For last night an angel of the, of God, to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood beside me, and he said, Don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What more? What's more? God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage, for I believe God. It will be just as he said. Let's take a quick ad and I'll be back to uh, wrap up chapter 27. Be doers of the word with 657 AM, Sounds of Life. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. 20 minutes just after the hour three and we're still back uh, to continue with the word. Now starting uh, 
from verse 26 of uh, chapter 27 and reads as follows. But we'll be shipwrecked on an island about midnight on the 14th night of the storm as we were being driven across the sea of Adria. The sailors sensed land was near. They took soundings and found the water was only 120 feet deep. A little later, they sounded again and found only 90 feet. At this rate, they were afraid we would soon be driven against the rocks along the shore. So they threw out four anchors from the stern and prayed for daylight. And then the sailors tried to abandon the ship. They lowered the lifeboat as though they were going to put out anchors from the prop. But Paul said to the commanding officer and the soldiers, You will all die unless the sailors stay abroad. So the soldiers cut the ropes and let the boat fall off. As the darkness gave way to early morning light, Paul begged everyone to eat. You haven't touched your food in two weeks, he said. Please eat something now for your own good, for not a hair of your head will perish. Then he took some bread, gave thanks to God before them all, and broke off a piece and ate it. Then everyone was encouraged, and all 276 of us began eating, for that is the number we had abroad. After eating, the crew lightened the ship uh, further by throwing the cargo of wheat overboard. When morning dawned, they didn't recognize the coastline, but they saw a bay with the beach and wondered if they could go between the rocks and get the ship safely to shore. So they cut off their anchors and left, left them in the sea. Then they lowered the riders, raised the foresail and headed towards shore, but the ship hit a shore and ran aground. The bow of the ship uh, stuck fast while the stern was repeatedly smashed by the force of the waves and began to break apart. The soldiers wanted to kill the prisoners to make sure they didn't swim ashore and escape. But the commanding officer wanted to spare Paul, so he didn't let them carry out their plan. Then he ordered all who could swim to jump overboard first and make for land. And he told the others to try for it on planks and debris from the broken ship. So everyone escaped safely ashore. Now, um, moving on to the the last the last chapter. Oh my word, this gets me emotional. The last chapter, of, uh, which is chapter 28. So verse 1 as we continue. Once we were safe on shore, we learned that we were on the island of Malta. The people of the island were very kind to us. It was cold and rainy, so they built a fire on the shore to welcome us and warm us. As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire, a poisonous snake, driven out by the heat, fastened itself onto his hand. The people of the island saw it hanging there and said to each other, A murderer, no doubt, though he escaped the sea, justice will not permit him to leave. But Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed. The people waited for him to swell up and suddenly dropped dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and decided he was a god. Near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Papias, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us cautiously and fed us for three days. As it happened, Papias' father was ill with fever and destiny. Paul went in and prayed for him and laying his hands on him, he healed him. Then all the other sick people on the island came and were cured. As a result, we were showered with honors, and when the time came to sail, people put on board all sorts of things we need for the trip. It was three months after the shipwreck that we set sail on another ship that had wintered at the island, an Alexandrian ship with the twin gods as its figurehead. 
Our first stop was uh, Syracuse, where we stayed three days. From there, we sailed across the region. A day later, a south wind began blowing. So the following day, we sailed up the coast to Pietel. There we found some believers who invited us to stay with them seven days. And so we came to Rome. Verse 15. The brothers and sisters in Rome had had we were coming and they came to meet us at the forum of on the Appian Way. Others joined us at the three taverns. When Paul saw them, he thanked God and took courage. Now, without wasting any more of your time, let's listen to a great song by Stembiso Pungula saying Unamanda. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. No hassles, no frills. It's just sounds full of life on 657 AM. And that was Johnny Dares with Breathe. And before that, I played you Stembiso Pungula with Unamandla. As we swiftly move back to the Word of God, beyond the book of Acts 28, if you just joined us, welcome. This is, of course, the Morning Delight, the show where we fellowship by the Word of God. I'm reading from verse 16. When we arrived in Rome, Paul was permitted to have his own private lodging, though he was guided by a soldier. Three days after Paul's arrival, he called together the local Jewish leaders. He said to them, Brothers, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Roman government. Even though I had done nothing against our people or the custom of our ancestors, the Romans tried me and wanted to release me, for they found no cause for the death sentence. But when the Jewish leaders protested the decision, I felt it necessary to appeal to Caesar, even though I had no desire to press charges against my own people. I asked you to come here today so we could get acquainted and so I could tell you that I am bound with this chain because I believe that the hope of Israel, the Messiah, has already come. They replied, we have heard nothing against you. We have had no letters from Judea or reports from anyone who has arrived here. But we want to hear what you believe for the only thing we know about those Christians is that they are denounced everywhere. So a time was set, and on that day, a large number of people came to Paul's house. He told them about the kingdom of God and taught them about Jesus from the scriptures, from the five books of Moses and the books of the prophets. He began lecturing in the morning and went on into evening. Some believed and some didn't. But after they had argued back and forth among themselves, they left with this final words from Paul. The Holy Spirit was right when he said to our ancestors through through Isaiah the prophet, Go and say to my people, you will hear my words, but you will not understand. You will see what I do, but you will not perceive its meaning. For the hearts of those people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear, and they have closed their eyes. So their eyes cannot see, and their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. So I want you to realize that this salvation from God is also available to the Gentiles, and they will accept it. Uh, verse 29 and when he had said these words the jews departed and had great reasoning among themselves verse 30 for the next two years paul lived in his own rented house 
he welcomed all who visited him, proclaiming the kingdom of God was all boldness and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ, and no one tried to stop him. So I'll be using the NLT version just to uh, speak more into the the scriptures. So we know last week when we spoke, we spoke that um, the Apostle Paul had to be sent um, to Caesar and Caesar uh, resides in Rome. And before then, before he requested that his matter be taken up to Caesar, we remember that the way we were reading um God speaking to the Apostle Paul. I'm not sure if you still remember this. God speaking to the Apostle Paul in a in a in a trance, telling him that um he shouldn't be afraid to speak the gospel in Rome. Right? He wasn't in Rome, he was still in Jerusalem when this happened. So now he's being told that. So this comes into play when we see how now the the Jewish people wanted him to be taken back to Jerusalem so that he can be tried there. And remember, the main purpose of them wanting that was so that they can be able um, to catch him on the road and kill him. So that was the main uh, purpose of the reason why they wanted him uh, to be tried in in Jerusalem. And with that being said, we see um, how he then um, declined that and say that he would rather have he would rather be put in front of caesar and now with all that that means he has to be taken to where he is and now be uh taken to rome where where caesar is because remember during the time caesar was the one like caesar's final word was authority it's like um in a in a certain country the president has the final authority, though we have premiers and we have our MECs, we have our councils and all those things. But then what the president rules over is what everybody is, what everybody else does. I mean, your uh, like in your in your municipality, certain things might be said that, no, you have to adhere to this, adhere to that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I, uh, you're going to do it. But then once the president says this, then it's going to be done. I mean, the president said that we're going to be on lockdown. We were on lockdown. When the president said that um, masks are going to be compulsory, that happened. When the when a lot of people had to go back to work, that happened. You know, there's so many things, you know, that when it, when they're being said by people who are in high authority, they happen. And the other things that, you know, when are said by people who are not of high ranking, they they happen like... Not really, not as much as they would if someone of high ranking had had specified, you know, or had had spoken um, about it rather. So let's listen to JJ saying, You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet, join this life on 657 AM.
You are still tuned in to the Morning Delight right here on Radio Pulpit 657am. You can also catch us on DSTV Channel Audio 882. Another alternative is for you to stream us online on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Also, catch us on your favorite um, app store or play store. Just download our app, Radio Pulpit. You'll see us there with a lovely logo. Our app is user-friendly and can be used by anyone on the move on the go every time anywhere wherever you are be it in the country or out you can still be in touch with us so without wasting any more of the time let's go back to the word so now i'm just you know going uh, into the explanation of the the scriptures what it meant and i gave uh, a little bit of background as to um paul now having to to go to rome after he had spoken and said that because the remember the Jewish people wanted him to go to uh, Jerusalem to be trialed there, and he's like he opted for Caesar. And remember, for him to do that was because um, in a trance, God had spoken to him, telling him that when he like in Rome, when he gets to Rome, he shouldn't be afraid uh, to speak uh, the word. He should preach the gospel boldly and with confidence, as he's been doing in other places. So here it tells us that, so chapter uh, 27 just focuses more on um, Paul moving to, uh, Paul's Paul's journey to Rome, right? How he was like, uh, as he was sailing uh, to Rome, what happened there and um, the Roman officer that he was in custody of, the the places that they passed through. You know, um, as they were sailing along, you know, uh, the home ports that they passed through, you know, all the schedules that they were supposed to make, coast of uh, each province, you know, it speaks to us about um, how they encountered headwinds. We see this in verse 4 where it says that putting out to sea from there, we encountered strong headwinds that made it difficult to keep the ship on course. So along the journey... um. To Paul, for Paul to go to um, to Rome, there's so many distractions that were happening. Like there, like there was so much going on in the sea, like to a point where their their ship was wrecked, and they had to uh, find, you know, uh, like find comfort in a certain in a certain island, right? So we see this, and we take it into, we put it actually into our. Um, our personal our personal lives whenever god is taking us from a certain season or from a certain um uh, a place right and moving us to another place and he's saying that you have been here but then when you get to this place this is what you ought to do so we look at it overall focusing on the fact that this is um let's say this is craig or mike or or tembi or or Utawo or someone, right? So they were at a they were at place B, or they were just they started up at a church, new converts starting in, just coming to church, and now God is telling each individual that I want you to serve in a certain department. Another one has to serve in the ushering department. Another one has to serve in the cleaning department. Another one probably in the uh, worship team, you know, the praise, the praise team department, you know. The other one is taken to uh, the technical and the media department, right? 
in all those, God now gives them instructions that um, when you get when you get to the technical department, when you get to the ushering department, when you get to the cleaning department, do not lose out my word. Continue preaching my word with confidence. You know, so this just shows us that it doesn't matter where God takes us. We ought to speak his word with confidence. The very same way when you are born again, you're able to to testify of, you know, God's goodness. You're able to testify of uh, all the great things that God has done for you, all the things that you, you know, where, where you were and where, where, you, where you used to be, how your life used to be like. And then now you come in and you're all composed and you bring... All those experience and God is saying you are now serving in the praise uh, team. Do not forget the essence of what I said worship is all about. Do not forget my word. You know, preach it with confidence. Even if people have forgotten about it, even if people look at you and say like, you know nothing or you haven't been here for a long time. When God says something, it is your responsibility to see it through. You cannot use people as an excuse. You cannot come in and say that, oh, no, I don't want to do that. It's against what I believe. Um, I feel like I can, you know, um, get greater things if I didn't, you know, involve myself in such. And with that, I just want us to now listen to a great song by uh, Jacqueline Carr saying, you are bigger. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995. 9085. Our IM Youth Counseling Team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Billy, are ready to connect with you today. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. Welcome back. We are now officially in the second hour of the show. And the great song that we're listening to there was by Jacqueline Carr, You Are Bigger. What a great song to actually usher us into the second hour of the show. So here's let's just go back into the word and continue, you know, just unraveling and wrapping everything that we ought to so looking at the the book of Acts 27, you know, uh, speaking about the fact that, you know what, um, Apostle Paul's journey to 
unto Rome was met with great storms, great difficulties, great tribulations, great trials, like literally life-threatening um, situations literally took place there where he would have lost his life had it not been for God. Like, have you ever been in a situation where you could tell that if it wasn't for God, there was no way, literally there was no way you would have made it through a certain um um incident literally there was no way you could have you know made it through uh an issue or a situation or a trial that you were going through had it not been for god you know it's one of those moments who i don't know where i would have been if it wasn't for god wouldn't have been where i am wouldn't have been sitting in a certain place wouldn't have had you know the the wealth that is surrounding me, the love, you know, the family, the friends that I have, you know, the relationships that we have. None of those things would have happened had it not been for God. So I believe for the Apostle Paul, when he arrived at Rome, it was exactly that. And we're going to be, you know, going into it because we see here in chapter 28 how he actually was grateful that he made it and he literally gave God all the glory when they arrived. How many of us at the end of every journey that we make when we arrive home, when we get to work, do we actually give glory to God? Because so much could have happened, but God, but God intervened. A lot could have happened. A lot of wrongs could have happened, could have failed certain things. Certain things could have stumbled, could have, you know, gotten sick accidents and a lot of things could have happened but god so we we going through here we see that you know what those people um where when all this was happening all the the, the storms that was going on and the the sheep losing its or, original cause that um the apostle paul uh speaks to them and tells them here that um that, that they are heading for trouble. He says this in verse 10 where he says, I believe there is trouble ahead if we go on. Shipwreck, loss of cargo and danger to our lives as well. But then because he was a prisoner, they didn't see the necessity to listen to him, right? So the, the officer in charge of prisoners rather listened to the captain and the owner of the boat, boat rather than listening to the Apostle Paul, you know, and... um. And Apostle Paul didn't want them to leave the area that they were at, which is uh, a fair, fair heavens, because it was cold and exposed harbor and a poor place as well to be spending the winter. But then they, yeah, they, they were not, they were looking for luxury rather. For them, they didn't care about safety. They wanted to, uh, to rest, to reside. You know, maybe await at a place that has um, great luxury actually they didn't want to be in a poor place for for winter but then that there was a place that was gonna you know um speak of their safety and also ensure that the boat is still safe as well but then they didn't listen and with that that resulted in them ending up losing the boat and losing a lot of food imagine they lost food because as we read along we hear that these people haven't actually eaten for two weeks they hadn't touched their food i mean imagine that just blows anybody's mind up that can literally blow your mind up when you think about people haven't been eating for such a long time let's go to judy mcclister saying oh give thanks god's word says you are the apple of his eye but maybe you just don't believe it anymore 
Are life's curveballs constantly beating you to a pulp and you can't get up off the ground? Radio Pulpit's counseling department has a highly trained team that will take your call right now. The 24-hour number is 012-334-1320. Call now, 012-334-1320. Don't delay. Get your daily bread, but also your faith in practice. It's 657 AM. The sounds of your life. Great music there by our Reverend Abe Sibia with Mvusele Lomedli. And before that, it was Julie McClister with Ogie Thangs. Welcome to the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit AM 657. If you just join us, a great welcome. I'm Rafael and I'm with you every Sunday morning between 3 and 5 a.m. I hope you're going to have a great time of fellowship as we conclude our Bible study based on the book of Acts. And yes, today we are just concluding with chapter 27 and 28 and yes now we'll just be going forward we'll just be continuing with our usual um topics that you know usually on sundays we we come up with topics and we engage in those topics and but then once in a while we take a break and go into bible study where we'll be just focusing on a certain book for a month or two and this is what we've been doing uh for I think uh, for two months and a couple of weeks, we've been focusing on the book of Acts. And I'm proud to say that, you know, we have reached the last, last, last Sunday where we will be engaging on the Bible study regarding the book of Acts. And just going forward, we'll be going on into topics. And then from there, we'll also be taking a break from that and doing a Bible study of a certain book. And yes, just moving moving along uh, in that way. So yes, still speaking on the the book of Acts. So how many of us, when um, we going through, um, you know, a point where God speaks a word, you know, a word of liberation, you know, when God answers uh, certain things that you've been praying for. Or when God speaks a word into your life and then like, it's like chaos starts happening. You know, when you are about to get to the end of what God said, you know, he was going to happen. Be it financial breakthrough, be it emotional breakthrough, be it your your health, uh, be it maybe uh, you get into the, to the end of your qualification. You're close to getting that promotion, you know, that you've been praying for, you've been working hard for, and then suddenly certain things happen. Suddenly, there's a storm that's brewing, suddenly, complications are happening. Suddenly, on your way to Rome, there's a storm. The storm and the people that you are with do not want to listen to you. You are not regarded as someone of great importance because of the position that you are in. You are not regarded as someone who's knowledgeable because of the position that you are, you know, you are put in. And with, uh, with that put in place, it's like it's it, it just goes up being crazy, and you asking yourself, God, why is this happening to me, God? But you're the one who said that when I get to Rome, this is supposed to happen. But will I still get to Rome with all the storms that are happening? Will I still get to Rome with all those people not listening to me even when you, you spoke a word to me and I'm telling them and they're not paying attention? You know, one thing, when God speaks a word, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't believe it. It means that, you know, you stick to it. Even though people around you don't believe it, you believe it, you stick to it, you hold to it, you hold on, continue praying, continue believing. 
you know and you know it says that the next day in verse uh, like it speaks of what happened that says in verse 19 that they even took uh, some of the ship's gear and threw it overboard and the terrible storm raged for many days blotting out the sun and the stars until at last all hope was gone like it came to a point that all hope was was gone so now paul called the the crew together and said man you should have listened to me in the first place and this is what's gonna happen with you you're gonna tell them you should have listened to me because i told you god said this and he continues by saying that um take courage because you're not gonna lose your life however you're gonna lose the sheep uh the angel of god spoke to me and told me this and that so he explains the whole scenario but he continues by telling them to um to take courage and we see here as we continue uh a reading that you no know, these people tried doing so many they tried they tried to ensure that they saved the, the 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 sheep but nothing worked you know they should have stayed in that place where they regarded as poor they would have been saved they would have had enough food to last them the sheep would have still survived but they didn't want that they didn't want to be that person they didn't want to be the one who's going to ensure that you know what we are safe we are taken care of we have nothing to worry about they didn't want to be that kind of people and we see here in, in uh, verse 33 just as the day was dawning, paul urged everyone to eat you have been so worried that you haven't touched uh, food for two weeks he said Please eat something for uh, now for your own good. And when Paul was saying this, he was saying it because he knew the ship was about to, you know, uh, to break. Like the, the end for the ship was nearing. So he had to make them to eat so that they don't lose food. Because once the break, uh, the ship rather uh, breaks, there won't be any food at all. And with this, all 276 of them ate. And yo, that's a lot of number. 276, they all ate. And yeah, while that happened, um, the bow of the ship stuck fast while the stern was repeatedly smashed by the force of the waves and began to break apart. The soldiers wanted to kill all prisoners, other soldiers. But then, you know, when God is in a situation, we see God even in Paul's story, in Paul's life. You know, but the commanding officer wanted to spare Paul. So he, he told the officers not to kill any prisoner. And with that being said, he ordered all who could swim to jump overboard first and make for land. The others held on to the planks and debris from the broken ship. So everyone escaped safely to shore. So there are people who actually escaped. But when they escaped, they were offshore. And then they be, they, they landed on a, a, an island called Malta. So they were on Malta. That's where they are, their journey um yeah their journey uh like was for like ended after the whole the whole ship was dragged before heading to rome so we see here that uh, the people on the island were very kind to them and it was cold and rainy so they built a fire on the shore to welcome them and um paul also gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire and then a poisonous snake uh was driven out by the heat uh, and bit him on the hand and the people on the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other a murderer no doubt though they, they though he escaped the sea justice will not permit him to 
leave so that is what they're saying so before i continue as you know we continue Going into details, let's listen to uh, Lebes Khovela saying Osalim Odim. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home, or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. Feel the pulse of the real life on 657 AM. 657 AM. The sounds of your life. Obrem telejenke la boshovela are o salim modimo ke la morela mogo radio pulpit 657 AM. Going back into the word, we are on um, Acts 28. And as we read there just before we we went to La Pascovela, uh, that Paul got bitten by a poisonous snake as he was busy, busy rather gathering uh, sticks for the fire. And the people on the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, a murderer, no doubt, just because he escaped the sea doesn't mean that... Um, uh, he will survive and justice will obviously be served. And in life, this, this, such things will happen, you know. Uh, as soon as you get, as soon as something good happens or when you have overcome something and there's still things that are going to happen, people will say, hi, this person, now there is no way. I mean, uh, you go from being an, a, a, a D student, all of a sudden you're a B student. People will be like, I know that was, that was by luck. That I know there is no way, but not knowing that you know what God is busy changing your story because you're about to be an A student. You move from D to B and you're about to be an A student. And as they're thinking that I know ah this person is only a B student now, very soon she he'll he or she will be going back to being a D student because that's what they deserve. They just because they they got lucky now doesn't mean they'll always be lucky. But as a children of God, we know we are blessed, we're not lucky. So as they're busy looking forward and waiting, because it says here that, um, uh, but uh, Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed. So the people waited for him to swell up and suddenly dropped dead. So the people will be waiting for you to be a D student again, where else from when you move from B, they will, when you move to B. So they will want you, they will wait for you to be there. People will wait for you to be demoted or be retrenched from work after you getting your promotion. People will wait for you to lose your car after you just bought it. People will wait for for the bank to come and take your house after having that. You know, that's just how it is in life. But knowing that you are blessed, knowing that you know what the Lord that you serve is great and mighty, knowing whose you are and where you belong, that's just one of the most amazing things ever. Nothing greater than that. You know, it says here that they waited for him to swap and suddenly drop dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw that he wasn't harmed, they changed their minds. So people will wait until they change their minds. They will wait as they are waiting for you to go back to D. You'll be an A student. You'll be an A plus student. You'll be getting, you know, a lot of... um applications a lot of people wanting to work with you a lot of endorsements you know people will be wanting that and with with that being said and done 
they will come in and change their minds because you are blessed. There is no way you are lucky. There is no luck when it comes to God. You are blessed. God ensured that you know what he makes you. He creates you in his own image to ensure that you know you are made out of his own likeness. You know, he didn't think that you're a mistake. He created you because he loved you. He cared for you and he wanted you. No one else. He wanted you. He knew what he was doing with you. He knew it. You weren't an afterthought. You were the only thought. So it says there that like they changed their minds and decided he was a god. So near the, the shore apparently where they landed. So there was an estate belonging to uh, Publius, the chief official of the island. You know, he welcomed them and treated them uh, uh, kindly for, for three days there. And as it happens, you know, uh, Publius father was ill and yes, the apostle Paul had to do his, his, his job there. He had to, you know, heal the sick because he's called to show the glory of God. He's called to showcase God's glory there. And as a result, um, they were honored there and they were taken care of as well. So, um, and then a ship came and they supplied the ship with everything they would need uh, for the trip. Probably food, blankets, all those things, you know, things that they would require. And um, so verse 11 tells us that it was three months after the shipwreck that they set a sail on another ship and had wintered uh, at the island. Uh, an Alexandrian ship with the twin gods as its figurehead. Okay, so it was a ship that had... Um, uh, twin gods, you know, like gods, like uh, like the gods, the gods that they probably just built them, and yeah, put them on the ship, and uh, their first stop was at uh, Syracuse, uh, where they stayed for three days. From there, they sailed across uh, Regia, and a day later, south wind uh, began blowing. So the following day, they sailed up the coast. And they found some believers there who invited them to spend a week. And then they made it to the final destination, that being Rome. So we see here from uh, verse, uh, verse 15 says, The brothers and sisters in Rome had heard that they were coming. And they came to meet them at the forum on the APM way. Others joined at the three taverns. When Paul saw them, he was encouraged and thanked God. So do you see that when Paul saw them, he was encouraged and he thanked God. He thanked God for being in his life. He thanked God for, for just him being there, the arrival of it all. You know, and we hear that three days after Paul's arrival, he called together local Jews, you know, just to plead his case to them, to explain to them that, hey, brothers and sisters, this is what's happening. This is why I'm here. I'm not here out of my own goodwill, but I'm here because of A, B, C, D, you know, all those things. So he starts explaining why um, why he's there and all the things that are that are required, you know, from the, from the, like, you know, he speaks about his decision for him to come here. And there was commotion, but at the end, uh, some believed in him, you know. Um, and some, we you know, God says to his people, when you hear what I say, this is what he says, right? When you hear, uh, God says to this people, when you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do, you will not comprehend. For the hearts of this people are hardened and their ears cannot hear. And they have closed their eyes so their eyes cannot see and their ears cannot hear. And their hearts cannot understand and they cannot turn to me. Let them heal them. 
and let me heal them. So he's like, I want you to know that the salvation from God has been offered to Gentiles and they will accept it. This is verse 28. He says that, I want you to know that the salvation from God has also been offered to Gentiles and they will accept it. Just know that the salvation of God has been offered to everyone and whoever, when, when God's salvation comes to your way, an opportunity for you to be saved, to receive salvation, take it with both hands. It has been offered for you. It wasn't made for a certain tribe or a certain nation, but it was also offered to you as well. Hold on to that word and do not let it slide. Do not let it go in any way. Do not let it go in just don't. Let's go and have a great time with Kirk Franklin saying without you. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. We have reached the end of um, today's show and I I personally am happy that we made it to this far, happy that we were able to fellowship together and just speak about the word and just conclude um, the book of Acts. So exciting actually that we actually made it, you know, to the last uh, books of the book of Acts. I actually... I didn't think that, you know, we would make it uh, till the end, especially with the lot of topics and the things that were happening around. Didn't even think that I was actually going to be able, you know, to come to work, speak with you. But by the grace of God, we are still here. By the grace of God, we're in a, a new month now, moving on to uh, the second week of the new month, the second Sunday, rather, of the new month. And as I, you know, mentioned, I think a week or two ago that we're going to be speaking about a lot of topics. There are a lot of topics that I'll be, you know, introducing, you know, um, we're just going to be speaking about financial um, breakthroughs. We're going to be speaking about topics like people, um, uh, that addictions such as alcohol, um, pornography, um, Drugs, those are such some addictions that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about relationships, like we're going to be talking about uh, parent-child relationships. We're going to be talking about sibling relationships. We're going to be talking about uh, marriage as well. Those are the type of relationships that we are actually going to be, you know, talking about as well. Um, we're going to be talking about friends as well, you know, how we as friends relate. And... um also, I also mentioned that we're going to be speaking about finances. There's also the issue of fear that we will be talking about as well. And uh, fear will always be intertwined with um, stress because fear and stress are correlated. So, yeah, that, those are like our topics will be coming from those um, uh, subheadings that I just spoke of right now. But then next week, we're going to be speaking about something that is quite interesting and 
I I just want, you know, and I'll just be, you know, highlighting a couple of things. And yes, we'll just be talking more about it. And I believe there's just so much that we're going to be learning. There's so much that we're going to um, be encouraging each other with. But then from Mary Filo to and the rest of the Radio Pulpit family, we love you and have a great week. And may this day, this Sunday morning, Sunday, this beautiful day, bring best of blessings to you and the rest of your family. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za or phone us during office hours 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.